Good day, everybody. Once again, it is me, the J to the E to the double F free. This is Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. And we are back with a new exclusive interview here today. We are talking to MLW roster member Kevin Koo, a veteran professional wrestler who will be debuting for MLW. For the, for the MLW restart, which is set for next month, and it will be bringing new MLW TV content to the Fubo Network and DAZN right around the corner. So it's great that MLW, they're getting back into action, and they will be back with new episodes very soon. Really happy to talk to Kevin Koo here today, so stay tuned. An exclusive interview with Kevin Koo here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. All right, this is Jeffrey Harris, and you are listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Today, we are speaking with professional wrestler Kevin Koo, who is signed to Major League Wrestling and will be part of MLW The Restart. MLW is coming back with new TV content, uh, new TV taping set for next month, and you guys will be back on uh, TV uh, I think in November on Fubo Network and DAZN. So uh, you are now signed to MLW, Kevin, and you're finally going to be able to get to work for them. So how is that feeling right now? Uh, really excellent. Um, I was supposed to start like in April originally, uh, but obviously everything got shut down. So now it's just been like a constant waiting game, seeing what's going to happen and just waiting on the emails, waiting to see when uh, we're going to get everything started. So it feels really good. But um, now you're going to be coming back. In the meantime, you know, all these new TV deals have been made for MLW. So now they have Fubo Network and they're also going to be streaming on DAZN. So how does it at least feel that, you know, you're coming back and this will sort of almost be like a new era for MLW, you know, with with uh, new platforms and new chances for exposure for yourself. You know, it's it's a really cool feeling because, I mean, initially signing, uh, I knew it was a pretty big step for my career. But just after seeing all of these new TV deals and like where we're going to be seen in the U.S. and internationally is just insanely wild and just like all of the new talent that has been signed as well and that are probably going to be signed after all this is just really cool and exciting to see now i mean you're an experienced wrestler uh you're a wrestler you've been all over the independent scene you've wrestled all over the world but is this your first major contract for your career correct oh wow so how is how exciting is that for you that you know to land that first big contract of your career you know, honestly, it never really uh, crossed my mind that I wanted to, like, I mean, obviously, everyone wants to sign a big money contract and, like, make money a living out of wrestling, but really, that was kind of, like, in the back of my mind, what was in the forefront of my mind was traveling as much as I can and wrestling everywhere and anywhere that I can as much as possible, um, but it feels like it's really just a surreal feeling and I don't think that it'll like truly really set in until like I see myself like on the TV screen. Now for the MLW restart, uh, do you have any insight on where the tapings will be held and sort of what the general format will be? 
Uh, do you like? Will it be an empty arena? Will it only be personnel and wrestlers only? That sort of thing. I'm curious if you have any insight on that. Yeah. So from what I know, it it is going to be a close up taping. Uh, MLW hired um, a COVID nineteen compliance officer, mm-hmm. so like we can make sure that everyone is safe like upon arrival and then throughout the entire time the tapings are going and they're going to test us when we get in there they want us to get tested independently before you even leave and then test us again when we when we leave again um so yeah so it's just going to be a close set taping and then like only personnel that are going to be actually a part of the tapings or part of production are going to be a part of it now i mean with all your experience is this going to be a whole new challenge for you as a wrestler uh, to be wrestling without fans and like are is that almost like having to learn how to wrestle all over again i'm just curious what that's like from your perspective it is and it isn't like the first couple of years of my career i wrestled on a lot of smaller shows and even just like studio taping shows where there were literally just the wrestlers around the ring acting as the fans so like i'm kind of used to it mm-hmm. but it definitely helps to have like the fans energy to feed off of uh because there's just there's nothing like just hearing like the roar of a crowd once you're like in a match and you're so tired but you know that like there's just an energy going on the entire time so like it's gonna be definitely an adjustment period because i i guess i got used to just working with like crowds just all over now um but i think i can adapt pretty well uh this whole pandemic it has been very uh, challenging to say the, the least. Uh, I, Matt Hardy put it pretty succinctly in that video where he said 2020 has just been a rotten year. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, what I mean, you're a pro wrestler and you know, you've only gotten to wrestle sporadically, you know, over the summer. So what has that been like? You know, you're a wrestler and most of the industry, while there has been some wrestling, you know, throughout the year, most of the wrestling industry has been shut down, you know, until you know, promotions figured out how to get a handle on this, how they would want to mount something like MLW with this restart. So what is it like for you to be dealing that, you know, this is your livelihood. This is what you do. This is what you love and you can't do it like you normally want. And, uh, it's just tough because we have this virus and we have this pandemic going on. So I'm just, just curious, how has it been challenging from your perspective? Man, I'll tell you the first, like, two months were super rough because I just, I literally just stayed inside my house. Like I got my groceries delivered. Uh, I like, I didn't eat out. I just worked out in my basement every day. And just like some, some days I were like, I watch a lot of wrestling just from all around. Cause I, I love wrestling. And I want to keep up on it, but there are definitely like weeks at a time where I was just like, I can't watch wrestling. It's too depressing right now. Cause I can't do it. Uh, but then like, it's kind of been a good thing for me because I've been able to like rehab a lot of like nagging injuries I had that I wasn't really able to just working every single weekend, um, and traveling. So like, I feel oddly the best I've ever felt like even beginning wrestling. Now in between, you know, those shows, are you still able to keep, you know, those tools sharp and, you know, getting those workouts in, getting the training sessions in, are you still able, is that something you're still able to do right now? Uh, yeah, for sure. Gearing up for this restart. Uh, so, like, my actual gym workouts, like, my gym, I live in Nashville right now, so my gym has opened back up with a limited capacity mm-hmm. and master required. So, like, 
that's been really good that I've been able to like get back in the swing of lifting like how I used to lift before the pandemic started. Um, and there's, there's no like rings that are close to me. So like, I'll be, I'll like sporadically be able to like visit either like Dom, my tag team partner, Dom up in Ohio for like a week or so, uh, and then come back in quarantine for two weeks. Um, or just like, there's one in Chattanooga that I've gone to once that my buddy, he, uh, he owns a ring there. So like it's been few and far between. So I definitely, the few shows that I've done, I've definitely felt like slight ring rust, but it, I feel like I have enough muscle memory that I haven't really lost too much of a step. Now, another wrestler, you know, who recently joined the MLW roster, um, is a guy you've teamed with a guy you've held, uh, tag titles with in PWF and SUP, uh, Dominic Garini. Uh, so how do you like that, you know, you're sort of joining him and that he's part of the MLW roster as well? Oh, I'm so excited. Like, that was that was a big reason why I signed with MLW, uh, was because he was a part of it. He's legit one of my best friends in the entire world, and we talk literally every day about, you know, life, wrestling, whatever. Um, so it's nice to have, like, a true friend and not just, like, acquaintances that I see, like, at shows every once in a while, uh, you know, on the team with me. So do you want to do you want to mix it up and team with him in MLW or or would you be okay if you guys had to you know put the friendship aside and had to mix it up in the ring at some point? I mean, we we have a very like I would, of course I want to team with him because that's just what right. we do. Uh, but if it came to where like hey, we need you guys to have a match together, that's completely fine. There's like there's no animosity between us. We've actually wrestled before and we're going to wrestle soon. Uh, in a singles, and it's just like it's more of like an iron sharp and iron thing, you know. And yeah. You can only get better by wrestling people who are better or at your level. Now, Dominic, he has that grappling BJJ background. You, you know, you have a background in karate, and there are a lot of athletes in MLW who have combat sport or you know MMA related backgrounds. You also have King Mo, Tom Lawler. Um, what do you think of this type of roster and those type of talents and hopefully getting into the ring with those type of wrestlers at some point. I think it's awesome. Like now is such like a, an era of pro wrestling where every fan thinks that they know everything about wrestling. And it's just kind of like, Oh, we know what's going on. But with like actual combat athletes or, you know, people who are shoot style, like it takes them out of it. You know, they're like, Oh wait, is maybe I don't know what's going on. Maybe this is real. And I think that's like the coolest thing because it used to be there weren't like, you know, there wasn't the internet with like dirt sheets and stuff like that uh, back in the eighties and stuff. So like people just assumed that everything was real. Like what was happening in front of their eyes was a real fact, factual thing. So I think that's something that MLW is kind of cornering again. Uh, who would you say are your greatest uh, mentors uh, in the wrestling business? Uh, Hot sauce Tracy Williams has helped me a ton. Um, we've wrestled a couple of times and, you know, we our time together was kind of limited before he got signed to an exclusive contract. Um, Eric Stevens, who's part of MLW as well, he's he's helped me a lot. Tom's helped Tom Waller's helped me a lot. Dom's helped me a lot. Like just like a lot of people that I've actually been in the ring with and interacted with are the people that I try to like kind of learn a lot of stuff from. Uh, just because we're so frequent around each other, and those are definitely the most frequent ones I've been around. 
uh, when you you know when you first broke into the business, who were like your key trainers and who were your main trainers who helped you get ring ready? Uh, actually, uh, Ivar. He, he works for WWE. Oh wow! He was he was like my one of my first trainers. Uh, so like the first, I think five months of my career, he helped train me. Um, and then I, I trained up in New England. So like there were people like Eddie Edwards and Tommaso Ciampa that would like stop in and like help teach classes. So like I had a lot of really good teachers and the nice thing about my school was just like the basics were drilled in, like do the basics right and know how to do them with literally your eyes closed. Like there would be some drills would be like, okay, try to run the ropes with your eyes closed. Be like, uh, this seems terrible and a scary idea, but like I got to that point where I can legit do that. So like, that's why I said like this time off and not being able to be in a ring as much. It's, it's like not super affecting me because I have such a muscle memory for like a ring in general that like, I just know what I'm doing. Cause I mean, you know, there, there are some things you're never going to see coming when you're inside the ring in terms of bumps and moves and whatnot, I imagine. So mm-hmm. I imagine that's an important skill to have, but, uh, was it a specific school or, or gym up in new England? Yeah. It's called a uh, new wrestling, new, new England pro wrestling Academy. Okay. So it's a long name. Uh, it, it used to be uh, one of the old Kilikwasi schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like two or three up there, I believe. But this one was like in uh, North Massachusetts. Now, now for ML, the MLW restart, and I'm, I'm, I think it's very good to hear that you know they're, they're taking these steps and having a COVID compliance officer, and they're also going to be testing you all uh, multiple times. You know. Even though you guys are getting back to work, how does it feel, you know, just in terms of health and safety to know that MLW is going to be taking those steps, they're going to be testing the wrestlers, uh, they're going to be testing everyone in the building. Um, Will it put your mind at ease and are you happy to know that MLW is taking those steps to to protect everyone and keep everyone healthy and safe? Oh, 100%. Like, I'm a little bit of, like, anxiety-ridden, like, neat freak, so... Mm-hmm. This whole this whole thing has just kind of like freaked me out. Like, you know, so every once in a while I'll see someone out without a mask on, and I'm just like, oh god, I have to get a, as far away from you as possible right now. Like, I have no idea what's going through your mind. So it's like, I, I've had a lot of conversations with Court Bauer, like just about the restart and what's going into the safety, just in general for not only the wrestlers but literally everyone that works for MLW going into these restarts and he's really put my mind at ease about everything. Now, will the building have a mask policy as well? Yes. I would, oh, hope, yes. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with if all not, this. I'll, I'll go get masks for people <laughs> and physically put it on them. There, you know, you, you know, I'm not, look, look, you tell me to wear a mask, Kevin. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> um, so, I guess, what do you think about these new platforms that MLW also has? So we have Fubo Network uh, and DAZN. Um, do you do you feel like this is a, a big chance for you to get exposure and kind of build your fan base up as well? Yeah, 100%. Like, I think that, I don't want to say that the era of like straight up people having cable TV is dying because it's obviously still a right. very big platform for all forms of entertainment, but there's a lot of cable cutters now. Like I don't have cable myself and I just strictly strict to like streaming services or anything like online. So like that's the easiest and best way for me to take in information or like any sort of entertainment. So I think that with how the world is, is working now, especially with everyone being stuck indoors pretty much like 
I think it's awesome that we're on these types of platforms. Uh, I like your mantra, violence is forever. Um, tell me how you de developed that as kind of like part of your persona. Uh, so it's kind of like a two-part thing. Like the way that me and Dom wrestle is very much um, – I mean, it's the short and simple of it. It's a, it's a very violent, you know, yeah. nature that we have. Like we just we believe that there's there's just physic a physicality to wrestling that was missing, and it's just like I don't. I mean, I don't hate how like you know if if a if there's a character wrestler, you know, I don't necessarily hate them. I just don't think that that's a proper way to like keep wrestling. Like gimmicks can come and go, but the actual wrestling ability will stay forever. Like people can tell if you're like you know terrible in the ring. So that's, that's just like our way of thinking. Um, and then, uh, I grew up listening to like a lot of hardcore bands and punk bands. Mm -hmm. So there's this band called Nails and one of their songs called Violence Forever. And I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> that's a good, that's a very good answer. Yeah. Are you coming in at, into MLW? Are you going to be targeting anyone? Do you want titles? What do you want to do? Oh, we're coming hard for the Monarchs. We are coming for those tag team titles. Okay. I like the I like the sound of that. They are a great team, and uh, I think that'll be great to see you mix up uh, uh, with those uh, type of guys. Also, I saw that uh, Dojo Pro video, you know, where you talked about viewing yourself uh, as a technical wrestler. I thought that was uh, very interesting. Um, so, would you describe your style as like technical wrestling, or, or would you classify uh, any other styles for yourself? So. That so I did that what two years ago now? I think yeah, so, yeah. Like that. Um, I think that I'm a way different person wrestler from even that point. Like, I I look back at those matches, and I'm like, man, who is that person in the ring? Because it's just like I felt like I wasn't very confident in myself, I didn't really know who I was or what I was doing. And now, like, I classify myself as like my ideal wrestler right now. Like, obviously, there's there's faults to me and I'll like watch a match and be like, ugh, that wasn't that great. But I, I mean, I still see myself as, as a technical wrestler because like I, Brian Danielson is one of my absolute all time favorite wrestlers and he's the best wrestler in the world. Right. And I watch, I used to watch a lot of the world sports. So I just, I watch a lot of technical wrestling, but I love the brawling style. Just like the, right. the nitty gritty getting into it style of like, you know, if I'm going to watch like a Minoru Suzuki and a, Ishii match, like, and then just forearming each other for like two minutes straight, and like that's I just love that physicality style. Yeah, just that intent, you know, bringing that intensity, um, just with everything they do. I really dig that. Okay, so uh, last thing for me, Kevin, uh, if you have any plugs, any merchandise, uh, things you'd like to share, any other projects you got going on that you'd like to share with our listeners, wanted to give you that time to to go ahead and let us know. Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram uh, at KevinXKU, K-U. Uh, I do have a web store. It's violenceisforever.bigcartel.com. That's where you can find all of my stuff. Um, I pretty much keep put up everything I do, you know, and, you know, not super personal-wise on the internet. So, like, any projects that I'm coming up with, I, I'll just put on my Twitter and Instagram. So, that's where you can follow most of my stuff. And then uh, just look out for me on uh, MLW starting out with uh, the zone and All right. Club Sports. So MLW, the restart. You guys are getting. Uh, you guys are going to be starting next month. We're going to be seeing you guys back on TV. I think by November. 
Uh, hopefully, this is very exciting. I'm very happy uh, for you and the MLW roster. We're getting you guys back to work. We're getting you guys on TV, and uh, it, it, hopefully, this will be this will be a new exciting era for everybody. And I'm I'm very happy, guys like you are going to be working again and getting paid, and we're we're going to get things going again. Hopefully, so really really excited for that, and uh, for you for you and MLW, Kevin. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeffrey. I'm very excited about it, too. Appreciate it. Really enjoyed this time and getting to speak uh, speak with Kevin Koo of MLW. You've been listening to Jeffrey Harris on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you very much to Kevin Koo for joining us here on the today's show. Remember, you can find us on the 411 Mania YouTube channel. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play. If you're listening to us on YouTube, if you can give us a like, if you can give us a comment, a subscribe on the channel, I would very much appreciate it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can give us a five-star rating or review, I would also very much appreciate that. But more than anything, thanks for finding the show and thanks for listening to us and uh, giving us your time. And stay tuned for our next interview on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Once again, I am the J to the E to the double F3. This is Jeffrey Harris signing off and have a great day.